Hello, and welcome to season two, episode five of Queen's Glean, the after conversation to Kings Speak. Today, we're talking societal pressure, fatherhood, and we have three tips to keep men, my, men mindful. So stay tuned as us ladies of Queen Glean cover Brandon Alexander's episode of Kings Speak, The Mindful Man. Stay tuned. Yes. Hello and welcome to season two, episode five of Queen's Glean. This is the after conversation to King Speak. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander. And as I said before, we're talking societal pressures on men. We're talking about fatherhood and Brandon Alexander, who was our King level man for Tuesday's episode of King Speak episode, The Mindful Man, gave men and all humans <laughs> three tips to remain mindful as we navigate our day. So as you guys know, this is a panel. So let me see who we got ready to go up in here. Got my girls in the house. All right, you guys know her best from the Surrendered Society on Facebook and host of Surrender Sessions. Give it up for my girl, Keandra. Hey, <laughs> what up girl? Happy hello, Thursday. Hello. Happy Thursday. I'm feeling good. Yes, me it's too. Like, good. I love that. It's like the later it gets, the more hype I am. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. So here we are. We are talking to Mindful Man. Um, Tara and Erica, I don't see yet, um, but that's okay. So we can always get started by just tapping in with each other. How are things going? How is January 2021 treating you? <laughs> you know what? Like, as I reflect back, January was kind of rough, you know, like it, it definitely started feeling like it was just a continuation of, of 2020 and not necessarily um, a new year, just really a new day. <laughs> um, but you know what? Things actually, there was a different type of a momentum. Like now that we're at the end of the month, I kind of feel a little bit of a different energy, um, you know, have been able to like personally have a few, you know, conversations that needed to be had on a few levels, be it, you know, my personal relationship, my friends, um, you know, just able to, to kind of clear up some of what may have been misunderstood, you know what I mean, in previous seasons. And then I think just for me personally, like, uh, clarity, um, you know, just within purpose and just this next phase and assignment and just all those things. Like I, I just feel a different energy finally. Um, I didn't start the year feeling off refreshed. Um, so I, it, it taken a minute for me to like feel into like the, okay, like I got my rhythm. I got my, you know, got my bearings um, or whatever, whatever, sense of bearings, I think that, you know, that I'll have, um, or any of us, honestly, because I think right. that one of the things that I think is very clear um, is that it's going to require us all to being basically remaining flexible. Like we don't know, <laughs> we really do not know. We don't know anything. Pop off at any given moment, you know, like even just, you know, a couple hours ago, who's going to pass, how that's going to make us feel, you know, just, um, it just in those moments that, you know, have been so frequent, it's just those constant reminders of living, living fully, living like 
just for the present moment and to not take things for granted, you know? So <sighs> just, yeah, I don't know. I, but I, I definitely can say that I'm feeling better with how this year is ending than how it basically, or I'm sorry, this month, the way that this month is like ending, I'm feeling a definitely a, a different energy than the way that it began. <laughs> and that I'm here for. <laughs> right. Well, I'm gonna be right there with you. I couldn't have said it better myself. Did that I'm definitely finding my rhythm and I already made it clear that my new year is going to start in March. So hey. I'm making my way there. I need, I need that Chinese new year or whatever it's called. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Mayan calendar new years. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I might have to adopt that with you. <laughs> yeah, girl. I'm, we're getting warm. I love it. Let's see who we got on here. Y'all know who it is. She got her podcast out, you know, love and good music. We got our girl queen cookie in the building. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, me over here trying to fix myself. What's up, ladies? Oh, hey. what's up, boo? We were Pretty. just talking about life and how we're doing. How are you doing? Um, this I week? was I was backstage like preach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys seen my disaster last episode because y'all know how my uh, uh beginning of my year started um so i'm right there with you like the, my first three weeks of the year just were wiped out like i i was wiped out i was so busy and work you know we're kicking off q1 so i have a lot of things that i have to get started going at work and then mom life it was my birthday like it was just too much it was just too much i was like can I start over? <laughs> I love it. And yeah, and you know, same, you know, with both of you, the year started off, well, like you said, it's just another day, but it really did. It, I'm just now starting to warm up and pick up and feel like things are normal and like, yeah. you know, I'm getting to it. So I'm excited. Um, we have such an amazing episode. We do have another young lady joining us. Um, she might just be having trouble. So I'm troubleshooting and working at the same time. But um, we'll jump right into it. So, you know, we always start the episode. We're doing the after conversation for The Mindful Man. And Brandon Alexander was our king level man, our guest, who spoke on Tuesday. For those of you who are watching and did not see Tuesday's show of King Speak, you can go to Instagram, you can go to this YouTube and watch the episode because it was very worth it. It was so good. Oh, good. So tell me, let's oh, talk good. about it. What did you guys think about Brandon? You have some words for our king level man, Brandon Alexander? Ooh, I definitely do. I, I so, um, he's someone that I actually followed, um, follow online. I, I think I may have mentioned it before to you, you know, offline, like through something that you reposted, I started following him on, on Instagram and have just always like, you know, just his content and the things that he shares. And, um, I mean, there were so many rich moments, you know, in the interview, even though it was only an hour, like there were so many nuggets that I felt like, could just be expounded upon. So I, I really just appreciate, um, you know, the fact that he is a man who is in tune with himself, who has given himself permission to, to be mindful, to be present, to not feel that he has to fit into the box of, uh, you know, like what it is that the, the expectations, those societal expectations of what we put on men, you know what I mean? That was actually something that was enlightening for me and a reminder to, um, give men the opportunity to also 
be a little bit different than, you know, um, again, like some of those pressures that we put on them to have, you know, mm -hmm. to be the breadwinners, to to be super macho and masculine and maybe not be as creative or sensitive or intuitive, you know, just all those things. So I, um, I just thought that, you know, again, it was very rich. Um, and, you know, I just really, really think that he is just, just an amazing man. So, and just so, um, just knowledgeable and just even the way that he delivers things, you know, it was just, his disposition was just so calm and calm. you can just, you know, just feel like you can just relax around him. Like it was just great. So thank you, That's a great interview. It yeah. was, and you know how hyper I am. I was like, oh, okay, well. Yes, and I'm answering your questions. I'm like, dang, he done took took me down a couple of notches because I'm usually like, ah! but you know, mm -hmm. I really noticed that, and I definitely appreciate it. So, Queen Cookie, before we get your feedback on our king, I want to get our fourth queen up in here. So this is my girl. We met on the Steve Harvey show. Okay, she's an amazing woman. I thought she'd be an excellent queen. You know, queen to the panel. So, you guys, help me welcome my girl Tara. Hey, Tara girl. Happy whatever today is. Like, I don't even right. know. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Yes. What I meant. I apologize. No, don't worry. Uh, we be having our little uh, technical hiccups every now and then on the show. So don't trip. It happens, girl. <laughs> yeah. Technology is a lie. I swear. Yes. So we got Keandra, we got Queen Cookie. And so we always yes. start the show by just saying some kind words about the King level man who spoke on the show on Tuesday. So Queen Cookie was just going to dive in and tell us a little bit about what she thought about Brandon Alexander before we jump into the clips. Well, you know, I'm an Alexander and you're an Alexander. I mean... And we Alexanders, you know, it's just a vibe. It's always just a vibe. <laughs> so I was super excited to, um, hear his interview just because I was like, okay, bro, or okay, cousin, right. cousin P over there. Um, but no, I think the biggest thing for me that I loved in the interview was his talking about mindfulness and, you know, being mindful, because I feel like that's coming up a lot in my life, even uh, in one of my readings that I'm reading, uh, Living Buddha, Living Christ right now, by uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, he's talking about mindfulness, 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 being present, being present. So um, that was my biggest thing. When he started talking about mindfulness, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> So I was super <laughs> excited about that. But with the one thing that I really loved, um, and I hope I'm not spoiling the clip for you. No, you're good. Is that he was, talking about spirituality in a space where he was like, you don't have to have your crystals. You don't have to have the sound bowls. You don't have to have all of these things. And I was like, yes, yes. Someone please tell people these things. Like, you know, to ascend and to be a higher, higher self, you don't need anything. You just need yourself, your mindfulness and to be present. And, you know, so many people out here think you, you got to do all this stuff to like get there. And I, that, that was like my biggest thing that I was like, come through King, come through. So I, I loved it. I loved all of it. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, for Karen, sure. Were you able to watch the, the whole episode? I'm not, cause I, I got you in a little late, so it's okay, but just wanted to- Not the whole episode, a couple of clips, but I would like to see. Yeah, so we'll dive right in. And of course, you know, Keandra, Queen Cookie, you summed it up so well. Brandon, was it was such a pleasure talking to him. When I started King Speak, I had bookmarked him like, mm-hmm. 
You're gonna be hitting him up. Like, you're so, gonna be on this. You're gonna be on this, on this platform. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but you know, this is also a very intuitive process. So just the timing, the date, the place, the conversation he had before our conversation, everything lined up, and that's why we got what we got. So we're gonna dive right in. And our first topic is about the societal pressure that is put on men. Hey, what's going on, Mark Nash? He says, peace, queens, in the chat. Yes. Nice to see you. So let's Ooh. dive into this first clip that Brandon had to share on societal pressure. Um, and so just one quick thing, Tara, when we push this, you might want to tap for sound on your screen so you can hear okay. the clip as well. Here we go. Do you think it's societal pressure that says almost like men need to have it all together, yes. do things oh, this way that, yeah. thousand percent. That's what created the control in us. It's not that we've implemented this on our own. Society told us if you don't have this together, if you don't do this, if you don't do that, then you are not a man. You are not mature. You are not ready for X. You are not ready for marriage. You are not ready for kids. You're not ready to succeed in your business. You're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. So then men are trying to live up to that bar. They're trying to live up to that expectation. And I think that's one of the things that causes so many men to commit suicide Ugh. is that they can't, they don't feel like they can never live up to. I, I'm not good enough. I am just an artist. I don't have a, a big savings. I don't have a million dollars. I don't have the Lexus. I don't. And it, it's something that I think, it's something that I think I try and give more men permission to just be okay with going through life, experiencing things and not trying to meet the bar that the world has set for us, but create your own bar. Yes, that was so good. So not only what did you guys think about the clip overall, but how do you feel like what society says that men should be affect us and how women see men? Yeah, that was powerful. I've yeah. definitely been society before. I've been, um, I've put a lot of pressure on some of my exes to um, come in in places where I felt they were supposed to be. And when they didn't meet my, you know, my standard, I would push them to the side because I'm like, yeah, you're not being a man. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. But what is that really? You know, and you, you really have to start thinking about these gender roles that we place on each other and, you know, these pressures that we place on men. And it's like, if we don't know how to do it, what makes me what, what makes us think they know how to do it? Um, but we expect these things from them. And so even now, just changing my way of thinking and my um, my dating um, ways, it's you have to almost be OK with that other person not being able to show up in some areas that you may uh, expect them to, or maybe, you know, society or even your family. I think that was really hard for me in my last relationship was my family expected him to show up in ways that he couldn't. And it put pressure on me because then it was like, oh, you know, my family expects all these things from you. You're, you're the man, right? Be the man. Um, because it, it was a, I come from a strong, of you know, lineage of strong men and they, they handled everything. So that's a lot of pressure. Um, and so I was really grateful that he spoke to this because yes, there is, there is that, you know, um, underlying like pressure that we put on men. Like they have to have these X things or they're not worthy, or they are not men. They are not true men. And I've emasculated a few men of my own because I said, you don't got this, 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 and this. And um, it's it's sad. And 
you know, it's we just have to think differently. And I'm saying you you can't come to the table with nothing, but sometimes we have to think a little bit differently. I was just um, can you can you hear me fine? Yes. Yes. I was just talking to a friend about this because I've been studying Africa because I really want to go to Africa. So in some cultures in Africa, um, what the men do is whoever can jump the highest that declares like how much of a man they are. So they're literally in a circle jumping up and down. And they had me think about, I guess, the American way of thinking of all these material things that number one was not into play when we were first, you know, like put on this earth as far as working a certain job and being a certain way and having money. Like this is all man-made things that we really did just put like what men are really for. We pushed all that aside to say you have to have these certain things. What if he was meant to like build wood in the, I mean, fire in the, in the woods or something, you know, but he needs to be a lawyer or just a certain, like, I believe that society did like kind of mess up the roles. However, um, I do feel like if women can kind of step up, so can they, because we are kicking butt right now. So I feel like where's the difference in that? And why is it that we could sit down and get our stuff together and we have to give them a, just a, a, um, a, a pass, I want to say. Like, I don't feel that to be a fair thing, but I believe we do put a lot of pressure on them. Um, but that's just what it is, because we have our pressures as women as well that we have to live up to. And a lot of those standards are not um, reachable, um, just in general. So, yeah, but it's unfair, mm -hmm. but so it's life. Yeah, definitely agree with you both. And, you know, I'll add, you know, just a little bit of what you were sharing with, about Tara's is in terms of like the financial piece. Like, I think that that's probably one of the ones at least that I can think of in my past where I probably put some unfair expectations um, because just being in a completely different career, um, more corporate um, and I tend to, at one point, dated a lot of men who were artists. And so my income was very different than theirs. And I would even, you know, kind of probably emasculate, you know, in a little, in a, in a way, you know, of like, mm, nah, you know, like there won't be any stability between us, you know, because there was that <laughs> thing <laughs> where I felt like, as the man, he needed to have a certain income level and be the main person, you know, paying certain bills or whatever. And um, I'm glad that I was able to release a lot of that and, and recognize that one, it was unfair to, you know, I, I really don't have a problem if I am the person that makes more money, um, you know, and, and basically recognizing that part of me that felt like, um, that was necessary, you know, that broken piece of, you know, wh why that was even a requirement um, and, and just how, you know, there were definitely a couple of men that I probably hurt their feelings, you know, and so it's like, I apologize. <laughs> why? <laughs> I apologize. You know, and I know that I'm not the only one because, you know, oh, you're not girl. Comes up and, you know, even just with a lot of, of, women that I know and friends where it's kind of like, if he's not in a certain income bracket, bracket, they're not even considering or looking his way or would even go out on a date because it's, it speaks to what they believe could, will be possible in the future, you know? So in certain ways it holds both of us back, you know what I mean? From one being able to even just experience the love of a good man, you know what I mean? Cause it doesn't 
matter how much they make, like that doesn't speak to their character and what they're able to provide, you know, in the future of their potential. Um, but even for them, I think it, 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 it just, again, like can clip their, their, um, I don't know, just even just their climb and make them feel, you know, a bit insecure if they are in a space of like, basically, you know, becoming an artist and, and chasing their dreams, you know, at certain stages that can be, um, very just, you know, disheartening and, and disappointing to hear. So I tell yeah. my son not to cut you guys off, but I do. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a, the wrong thing, but I let him know, like, if you can't afford to date, you shouldn't be dating. I don't know if that's the right thing, but if you have time to, um, I, I guess, take that time to get yourself together. You know, like when I'm working on getting my things together, I don't even if somebody look at me who he can be my knight in China army, but if my things is not together, I can't fully love like that. Cause then I don't feel good. So for me, like what I do let him know, like get a woman when you can afford one and that's kind of jacked up, but then I just don't. It's preparation. Preparation, right. get yourself together because it's, it's outside of money. It's it's about income. It's about growing and learning. As far as you speaking on an artist, um, it doesn't have to be an artist. But what's what? It, what are you looking to do? What's the ambition? Now, if you just got a job and you're fine with it, to me, I don't care how. Let me define that. If you have just any kind of job, and you come to me, and I'm looking at, okay, well, you have this job, but what can we do to bring this income? How can we get you another income? And you're studying, like, no, I'm fine with just this $10 or just this one thing, but you loving me real good. To me, that love is, is not gonna come through. I can't receive it because I'm trying to build you up so that we can be you know, together. And if you can't meet me there, I don't feel like women should have to, you know, like just settle. I feel like that could be unfair. So granted, you might not be where I am and it's gonna be a time where I'm not where you are, but what are we doing? What are you doing? What type of like, like what's going on? We, we can't. We I'm, I'm not dealing with the PS5 type of guy. If you got time to play the game, Maybe. you got time to make some more money. You got time to study YouTube. I say YouTube University because you can learn so much on YouTube. What skills are you getting to build yourself up? So I don't mind working with you, but what you doing? What's the plan? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm this not mad at that. And I think, yeah, and I think that's fair because like you said, when you don't have it all together, you feel a certain way. So I think mm -hmm. on a human level, there is a moment, a period, a season where you've got to focus on your own stuff so you can show up fully um, for someone else. But you need to know what that is and what that means to you. So if it means being an artist, stand boldly in that because you know what your purpose is. You know, I think one of you mentioned like the beginning of time. And if we really want to, you know, it might be a little biblical, but God gave Adam purpose before he gave him Eve. So I think it's OK as long as you you got to have some kind of stake in the ground. So I agree with all of you. And I feel you, Tara, like this is not going to be a project where women are doing well, especially black women. You think about entrepreneurship and all of this, um, how well we're doing. But it, that also kind of plays into this. Um, one note that I had about the men not feeling like they're enough, they don't have this enough, this enough, this enough, this enough. It frustrates me a little bit because that keeps them from moving forward in any relationship. Now, it's one mm. thing if you're genuinely not ready, but if you come across someone like Brandon said in the interview, that's magic, like you're going to throw that away because you don't have X amount in the bank and you just feel right. like you have mm. to hit this thing. 
that's where I feel like the societal pressure becomes a detriment mm -hmm. as opposed mm -hmm. to a boundary. So I'm, you know, it really is up to the individual and the person they're dealing with to kind of gauge what that means. But it kind of brings me to my next question. Um, you know, what are some ways that society puts women in a box that can be a detriment to our thoughts and men's behavior? And one of the first things I thought about is the fact that we are excelling, but, but why? Cause like we have to, we're doing what we got to do. Cause I mean, we're at that point where it's like, we can't wait for no man and we can't. So what are you? It's not even that we can't wait for a man. It's that we still have to have a place to live. Our phone bill still has to be on. We still want nice things. So I don't believe that it's waiting for a man. It's that we like at some point, I don't want to sit around and at the bar and wait for a man to buy me a drink when I can buy you a drink and buy my girls a drink. Like, I don't, I don't like the waiting part. That's the part that just gets me. Right. Yep. yep. I feel you. I guess I'm just saying waiting just because if they're not willing to like jump and go for it, like a two, two income household is better than one. Maybe you buying drinks tonight, sir. And I'll get, a, you know, so not, definitely not like wait for a man, but if they're way back here trying to get the Lexus, the money, the car, the this, the this, and we're just like purpose and jumping and, you know, I, I just feel like that creates the gap that I'm kind of sensing right now that we're experiencing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I agree. Like there, there is definitely a, a gap, you know, there's a gap with, you know, where black women in particular are more educated. Um, you know, we are even when it comes to just the healing journey, you know what I mean? There's a lot of spaces, a lot of different platforms um, in ways that we've created that for one another. And again, I'm glad to see that a lot of men are stepping into that for themselves and creating, you know, getting more serious about legacy and fatherhood and a lot of those things that, again, we've already been on the path and they're, you know what I'm saying, starting to catch up. And so the the gap I do believe is real. Um, and I, you know, I, 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 I'm glad to see that there's something that's happening to, to kind of level us out, you know, and, and at least to where we can come together um, and support one another again. Yeah. Yeah, very well said. Really quick, we have Mark Nash in the chat. He said, my buddy worked at a store and made $3,500 a month. He was with his lady from sophomore year till she graduated. She started making that per week. So should she leave him now, even though he held her down? Nah, well, no. what's he doing? Like is now, is it his turn? You know, like, was it a thing where um, they both agreed, okay, you go to school first. Cause I know some couples that did that. And then once she graduate, now it's his turn to, you know, figure out what it is. She absolutely, he should see. This is why I have a problem with the hold me down thing because <laughs> what if I just don't Ooh. like you anymore? It doesn't have to do with where I am in life. Yeah. It's just like when people like go, we just grow. And mm -hmm. sometimes people do grow apart. And it's unfortunate that, you know, it's finished her schooling. But when it comes to the holding me down, down, sometimes people hold you back with that hold me down thing. And that's where I start you know, feeling kind of funny, but it's to answer his question. Um, she should hold him down and see what's going on. But if he, I don't know, child, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's you know that, that can go yeah, a lot of different a, ways. 
That's a, definitely a loaded question because there's a couple of different uh, key pieces in there. Yeah. Number one, you're never who you are when you, you're never who you were when you started college. You definitely come out of college a different person. So, you know, if she were to come out of college and now she's balling and she's a different woman, um, it just speaks to their relationship and how they grew together up until that point. Now, if she grew into that space and maybe she did leave him behind at a certain point, then no, she has no obligation to him at all. Um, he chose to do that. He chose to keep that part of the relationship. So, um, but at the same point, if they were growing together and then they should be strong enough to the point where they already have a plan. And mm -hmm. this was for the family and he held her down and she's going to do the same. So yeah. it all depends on what the relationship was. If that was just his boo and they was just, just together just to be doing it, then right. she, 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 might, she might go, she might go with the corporate bay. She might <laughs> <laughs> with well, the work so, husband. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so right. I think, I think there's definitely some other nuances that are in there, but yeah, I agree. Like it's it's based on what that couple, what is the ultimate goal? Did they have a shared vision and a shared plan? You know what I mean? Where it's like they basically are kind of rotating or giving each other space to to complete their degrees. But yeah, if there's if all of those things are if it's something that's agreed upon, then yeah, then there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that to be able to be supportive of the other person. Yeah. However, he better not get comfortable <laughs> with her income. Tara like no, he can make more money. <laughs> Listen, I am very close with my dad. He was in my life. He just made sure I was good. Yeah. So, for me, I, I want my man to make more. Like, it's just, it's just I'm with what you it on is. That. And I don't mind I helping like, you get up there as well. I'm not saying them, do isn't it just in them? It's just like men are like the go-getters. They're the hunters. Not at all. It so when, yeah, so it's disgusting when you see the ones that aren't because it's like, go do something. You, you do have something. all this potential. You are a king. Why are you living like a peasant? You know, it's like they have all this stuff going for them. And yeah. it's just, it's so frustrating sometimes. So yeah, we get frustrated as women when we have to come to the table financially because you're not coming or you're not even trying. It's a difference when you're trying. It's a difference when society or whatever is holding you back. Now, that's different. Now, when you are just not doing nothing and bringing nothing to the table, then, yeah, that's what this whole conversation is about. You're not bringing to the table what you your potential. You're not coming to the table with your potential. Yeah. With studying these other, um, and I'm so sorry to cut you off, but with studying the, the other cultures and just, I guess, for American story, it was a, a guy, he's a, um, he was a um, like a janitor, but he had autism and he was an amazing, like he would get wood and just make these amazing creations, self-taught, just, it was so beautiful, but that goes back to the, like your purpose or go do something and, you know, your, just, just that whole thing, he, God gave him a gift to legit get wood and just make the most beautiful sculptures you ever you you could ever imagine. However, like imagine you coming to a woman with a sculpture like, look, I made you this horse or I made you an elephant. Yeah, that's cute the first three times, but thereafter it's like okay. <laughs> Well, don't go to me with it. it. You need to go find some people who want to purchase <laughs> that and make your. Don't come to me. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you your kudos, but get 
But this is, this is God given gifts, and it goes back to everything just being so have society and just these certain roles that was put on us. Like that goes with just with this whole conversation. And for me, it's just eye opening. And then when I do hear women say, like, find your purpose to go do something, like a lot of times they do. People who do have autism, they are some of the most creative people ever. But they can, you know, like they're, I wouldn't call it a disability because it's not to me, but whatever it is they're going through is preventing them from meeting us the way society tells them to do. So it's like when a man doesn't find his purpose, maybe he doesn't have, he couldn't find a purpose on the 25 purposes that the, that, you know, they gave us that we can have in a sense, you know, it's just so unfortunate. I do get it, but men, they do have it hard because although I'm saying all of this, I feel like still, sir. I need you to have. I need <laughs> you to come. Needs you to have. Sir, <laughs> like I, I, I'm working hard. I'm not asking you for anything I can't get myself. I'm definitely not doing that. I don't mind going out there and getting it and hustling. But if I'm trying to get something and I'm out there getting it and hustling, and then I have to make time for you, that time that I'm making for you is taken from me getting what I need to get. So unless mm -hmm. you can please meet me with whatever it is I'm trying to get, get out the way while I'm getting it. <laughs> call me yeah. gold digger or call me this or that. No, no, no. I'll I'll get my own gold. But if you're going to get on this journey, we're going for gold. I don't know what to tell you. Mm -hmm. If you don't like the gold, get off. Go find um, aluminum foil. But this is where we're going. <laughs> Meet me there, I'm or... aluminum. Because oh. <laughs> I'm definitely one of those people. I can admit I do want the man to be a breadwinner, and not because Hello. I'm not willing to do anything, but right. I'm cool with the regular old school gender roles. Like I'm good at taking care. Me taking care of the house, the laundry, your food, the sex, the kids, the homeschooling, whatever needs to be done. That should give you all the space. You don't got to worry about nothing. Your skin glowing. I got your beard together. Your health is better. You ain't worried about the kids. All you got to do is go get the money. So we both working. But um, Mark Nash in the chat said. Mark's going in over Mark, here. Like, I'm like, Mark, you know what, honey? This whole show about to be dedicated to you. Right. Tell him, ask. What's going on? He's kind of just talking about it. Sounds like on one hand, women say that they're independent, but want men to pay their bills. Yeah. I, that's I, true. Yeah. There's some, of that, there's some of that that's not completely off. Um, and then it does just depend on the women. Right. Yes. If the women I'm have different I'm... requirements and standards. And yeah. it, I think it also is relevant too, because, you know, as we're having this conversation, like I'm thinking about a friend who, um, you know, both of them make high six figures, but she is still going to always out money, basically out make him because of her basically her occupation. And so it kind of becomes this thing of like, if it's only based on the number, if what they're bringing to the table is always based on the number, then both of them will always continue to lose. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that he's not making good money or doesn't have a career in his purpose. She just happens to be in one that is, you know, high earning and she will always out earn, you know? Um, and so but yeah, everybody's everyone's bottom and, and what they're willing to accept is definitely, it's very, very different, very different. Mm -hmm. and there is something to, 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 to be said about a man who, who does have it in him to 
take care of some of those things. I think that ultimately, yeah, that provision, it makes us feel safe. There's a yes. something about it that allows us to just relax, to exhale, to know like, okay, cool. I can go out here and get it. I can pay all these bills, but it's nice to know that I'm with somebody that can also do that. And when it's the time for, you know, motherhood or whatever, for me to just not feel the, the need to have to always be doing it, it's nice to know that I'm with somebody who's willing to, mm-hmm. to not just even pick up the slack, but can take care of it and handle it to where I can breathe and exhale. So I think that's yeah. gonna make my womb open up even more. It makes me want to take care of them. Listen, when you got a hardworking man and he, who what's his name? What's his name? Mark, Mark Nash. He said, Mark. sorry if I'm typing too much, he'll pipe down. You're good. Go <laughs> <laughs> Mark's like, I'm getting all my questions answered tonight. But Mark, just know that when you do that, if you're with the white right woman, for me, I if it's a hardworking man, when he come home, I want to make sure my man got his beer. I, if he drinks the beer, baby, gonna ha- listen. He's going to be where well, well, well taken care of. Yes. So that's the thing for the guy. Stop looking for girls with big booties who you just want to look and sit cute because she's gonna look and sit pretty, and that's what she's gonna do, and she's gonna want require for you to pay her bills. I'm going to still be cute. I don't mind going out and getting my own thing. However, and I've had this, when a man just comes and just provides without even asking, it does something to a woman's spirit, like a real woman's spirit. And he will not. It unlocks her. It unlocks. Yes. It's It's a different type of woman that I think men are not even experiencing nowadays. They're not even getting close to experiencing that type of woman because we are fighting over who's this and who should be doing this. And now we put in these Birkin bags and not listen, I don't need a bag. I research how those bags are made and I feel bad for the alligators. I'm that type of woman. So it's like, <laughs> no, sir, don't. However, like, what can we do? Are we building a like just what? Because it just it makes a woman horny, darling. Like, let's be real. <laughs> If my man is working oh, and he coming in, you know, just doing it. I agree. I agree. Like it's, it's, it's just kind of what we talked about, like showing up and being prepared and you don't have to be the breadwinner, but it's about effort. It's about, are you giving your best? Are you showing up as your best? And if your best is, you know, still less than my income, that's okay. As long as you still showing up as your best. We're talking about the guys that are not showing up as their best. And that's not acceptable ever. And Mm -hmm. I'm with you. He can make less than me. And I'm still make him feel like a king as long as I know he's working for his queen and his family. And he's still showing up and providing. That's all that we ask for. And yes, when a man can make a woman feel safe, whether that's financially, emotionally, physically, we wow. unlock, we <laughs> unlock like you've never yes. seen before. And that is some shit you can do with every woman. And it is that's magical. True. It's that magic uh, that uh, Brandon was talking about, that magic. Uh, Yeah. And if he can be mindful of all of those things, I think it will work. Be mindful about what your purpose is, how you want to move, what you want to contribute and, and don't let the boxes of society box you in because once he can identify what that is for himself, 
he can then identify the right woman to couple with the truth and authenticity of who he is, as opposed to, I gotta have this, I gotta have this, I got, what mm -hmm. do you need? Who are you? What are you comfortable? Now go find your 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 match. Your right. Man. Who are you? That's the part. Who are you? A lot of times we're not getting the opportunity to no. sit. And you know, people are going crazy with this um whole COVID sitting in the house. I enjoyed it because I got a chance you to know myself. Know. And I watch out for men, like when men do approach me, they have to just be. I gotta be with my I, you know, you can't sit still. What are you running from up here? What is it that you're running from up here? That's always my question when you can't sit still in yourself. So with certain like key things that I look for when it comes to a man, you can be cute and dressed up and nice. And that does absolutely. And, and you can have money. Let's throw that out there because I met men with money, a nice amount of money. They they confused about who the hell they are. They don't know who they are. That's they what it's going to come to at the end know. of the day. So believe you me, money is not always a th like the biggest thing because the richest person can be the most confused person, can be the the, the dirtiest person. The you know what I'm saying, like it's yeah. all of that, all of that. So it's not always about the money, but who the heck are you, and how can you come to me? And that's what we have to take the time to realize as women and trying to get into relationships. See if that man knows himself. See if he knows his spirit. Not like if he's a religious man. See if he knows his spirit. Who he what what he was born with. Not this flesh. Not the mind, but that spirit. What that do. That's what I want to know because anybody what legit can hand you some money. Ooh, ooh. Anybody can take you out. <laughs> Honestly, it men look at the women who making money on OnlyFans. So I believe it's not a shortage of money at all, but it's a shortage of men who really know who they are. Correct. You know what I'm saying? There's no rush at all because who no are rush. you? Ain't no rush. Take the time to get to know yourself. You can make all the money you want to, but who the hell are you? The the basketball player just. Was it a football player who just beat his girlfriend? Sir, you fighting demons inside. He can't come to her because he still got stuff he got to deal with. He needs that is coming up. out. The monster's coming out. Baby, sit with the monsters. And he is Learn too big to have monsters. You cannot be six, seven, 310 pounds with monsters on the inside. He just got bigger monsters to deal with. That's it, what that yeah, means. but the way they come out and that kind of body, like that's just horrifying. Like, it's, indeed, that's my point. Has this man that we talking about making all this money, all these great things, has money, he had right. demons? No. Does he know has? Because me and Matt, no. we didn't talk. We no, didn't because have they want them. that on the field. They want that on the field. So they want that man rattled up like that. Outside of his, keep in mind though, like even outside of the sport of it, a lot of men don't sit with themselves. They don't sit with childhood issues. They don't sit with the insecurities that their, their mother gave them. They don't sit and deal with those things. So outside of the sport, just the mental side of it. So yeah. let's start out there as well for Mark who's saying like all women want is to, for a woman to pay their bills. No, but you know, does he know himself? You know, like <laughs> what is he dealing with over there? Baby, can he sleep? Is he tossing and turning? Like, what's going on here? Because money ain't going to help to sleep at night. Yes, and that's the main thing. And that definitely takes mindfulness. So really quick, before we get to the next um, segment, how do you maintain your own rhythm in a world that's constantly telling you how you need to be? Unplugging. Mm. Unplugging, absolutely. I probably unplug a, little, a lot bit too much. Mm -hmm. I get the plug back in, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I sit with myself. I love it. I'm my best friend. I have, I just, I love it. 
I unplug, like she, like she said, and I spend time on myself. I talk to myself. I see what makes me feel good. I do what, right. what makes me feel good. I, I'm learning new things about myself. Um, I'm getting back into old things that I, because I'm in a different space now in life, just to put it out there, because my son is grown and out of my house. So, yay. Oh, so, mama is mama getting back into her life, too, boo. Mama got to have She is a baby. Mama <laughs> getting her life back. So, I am really just enjoying you know it. Um, Brandon actually mentioned that in the show. He was talking about this and he was like, when I, I went back to the stuff that I like to do as child, as a child, and he liked to draw horses, which mm -hmm. prompted in me, I like to write poetry. Your poetry, yeah. And it's been so long since I've sat down and actually wrote some poetry or raps, because you know, I'll spit some. But <laughs> I, write, yes. I like to make words okay, rhyme girl. Yeah, I miss exclusive. Um, oh, <laughs> and it's been so long, but I've my always loved it. At the end. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you never know. <laughs> but um, I think that that's so important, and that and that really helps me. That would help me more find my own rhythm because it's innate to me. Yes. You know, what about you, Keandra? Do you have something that you go to? For me, it's it's a lot of checking in, but I love it is something about the bath. Me mm. just taking a bath is like my number one my number one way that I will it maybe because it's like my body is forced to relax too. Um, it's like the main way that I'll do the checking in, the unplugging, the um, reflecting, the the being introspective, the sitting down, and also just getting clear with what's what's real and what's true in that moment for the day, you know, because the next day it may be something different. Um, but that for me, taking a good old bubble bath or a detox <sighs> bath or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and setting a particular type of an atmosphere, that for me is is the main way that I will download and get very clear and into me what is up with Keandra in the moment. Um, I'm, a weird, I'm a weirdo. I like to spend money. So I like to drive. So I waste gas. But yes, that's okay. it for me. I like to go on long, peaceful drives. Yeah. Uh, in LA, that's like PCH for me. Mm -hmm. um, that's like just anywhere where I, I feel like I'm going to see like beautiful scenery. Yeah. And I just drive and I just zone out. And then I feel like my mind is clearing itself. Um, I'm not from Los Angeles. I'm from Central California. So I get to take that drive a lot. And that is my sanctuary. I love that drive. It's three hours long. And for three hours, I'm not on earth. I'm not. I'm not. And somehow I magically make it to my hometown. I don't even know how I got there because I'm just zoned out. Zoned out with myself, just me, God, my answers, my questions, everything comes. Um, so it's a drive. It's a it's a drive for me. But same, uh, like Yandra, I love taking baths. Mm -hmm, I love being too. out in nature. The beach is so nature. beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, any time you can just create space of silence. Um, That's it's hard to what create. it is. It's hard for um, in a world of noise to create that. And so... Um, trying to find spaces where there's silence and it's in the car for me. <laughs> yes, everything that we all said, I love that you kind of wrap that up, Queen Cookie, because it is the silence, it's the unplugging. If you're constantly listening to music, and we learned about this in the sound bath training, whether it's frequencies and you know liquor or if we're smoking with our friends or TV, and don't get me wrong, everything in moderation, but too much of that 
if you thinking that this stuff is not affecting your being and who you are and how you make decisions, you're sadly mistaken, you know? Right. So it's mm -hmm. so good to pull out of that so you can hear the rhythm of your own drum. So we're going to go to our next topic. I have one on fatherhood, but we spent a little more time on the first one. So I'm going to skip down to um, really quick. Brandon had three keys to mindfulness, and I really like these. So let's start with tip number one when it comes to mindfulness and see what his clip is talking about. I called this one slow down. Slow yourself down. That's the first one. Slow yourself down. When your thoughts get to racing about work, um, challenges you have, goals you want to achieve, um, you can still be in motion and, and in action, but slowing your thoughts down, slowing down the rate at which you're processing and thinking about things. Slow yourself down. Whenever I slow myself down, that's when I find myself catching something that I may not have if I just kept going on autopilot or on, you know, uh, going 100 miles an hour. That's the first one. Slow yourself down. Take that time. Breathe. One thing that I do now is I listen. I look. I, if I'm if I'm talking to someone, I actively have to say, "When's the last time I took a breath?" Or am I just pushing out constantly <laughs> and slowly? Right? Am I constantly just pushing out slowly, or am I just constantly holding it in? I'm mindful of my of my breath. So pay attention and be aware of your breath and your breathing. Um, inhale and exhale. Now, you know we're in trouble if we got to remind ourselves to breathe. <laughs> Man, I love how he just displayed it. Like, he just was like, slow down. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Brandon, I do need to slow down. I do. <laughs> Even in the moments of me thinking that I am being slow and doing things at a particular pace, I am still, my thoughts are still going a mile before, even though my body might not be going the same pace, my thoughts are. And so making sure that I'm having a moment of mindfulness to, to slow my thoughts down along with my body, you know, so that both are caught up. So, yeah, I like that he demonstrated that. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. How are y'all doing? Are you moving too fast down there? Are you even aware of it? <laughs> no, I think that like for me, uh, I definitely had to find ways to slow myself down, too, because you know, being, I work full time and then being a mother on top of that, you know, life doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Even in the middle of the night, it doesn't stop sometimes, you know, my son will wake up sometimes. So, you know, finding those times where you create space for yourself is so imperative to that, going back to our first episode of plugging ourselves into our charger and making sure that our cup is full because we can't, uh, we can't give from an empty cup and I'm learning that so much. I always try to give from an empty cup and I can't, you know, I just, I wither myself down and I just, I can't do that anymore. And so just finding those spaces where I pour into me, where I'm being mindful. And like he said, breathe, take a breath. Like I do have check-ins. I have, I made myself check-ins. So when I'm driving in the morning, I have a checkpoint on my uh, my route to work. Every time I see that, it tells me, Erica, you're here. 
because I made that as my check-in point because I will be and I'll be in route to work sometimes and I'm already at work and I'm not even there. I'm not even at work. Why am I stressed about work and I ain't even there yet? I'm over here thinking about what I got to do first, what I got to do when I get in the office, blah, 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 all this stuff. I might not even make it. I might crash by the time I get there. So I created a checkpoint on my drive. And every time I see that, it tells me, shut your mind off and be present. And I tell, and that's when I tell God every morning, thank you. Cause I might not have said it in the morning. So when I'm driving down, okay. it's just, you know, it's my morning check-in and I'm gonna tell you every time I'm always thinking about something else I shouldn't have been thinking of. And so I'm so grateful that I set that checkpoint. Um, and I have one on my way home and it's those things because I, it's almost like my alarm, like Erica, you're here, right? And I do. I tell myself, I'm like, oh, well, I'm here. I'm really here on Earth right now. I'm really having this experience right now. And I do it twice a day. I should probably do it more. But that's just where I'm at right now. So I set a booby trap for myself on my way home and on my way um, on my way to work and my way home. And that's how I check in daily or else I never will. Yeah. How about that? So good. I really love that. That's a great tip in practice. Absolutely. Um, really quick, what's up, Tani Belafonte in the chat? She said, yes, slowing down and taking inventory of breath is so key to grounding ourselves in the moment. Love that. The power of now. Absolutely. What about you, Tara? Are there some, how do you slow yourself down or how do you get in that moment if you're feeling like most of us feel when we're thinking about a million things, when we're right here, we don't have to do all that. Uh, take a nap. <laughs> That's what you do. Take a nap. <laughs> Let me just go to sleep. Um, but I am completely stopped right now um, because of where I am in life. So when Miss, uh, when Queen, it was a uh, cookie was talking and you were saying as far as the work and then your son, it just took me back to flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And they were not, they were not good flashbacks. Yeah, it's a lot. In that space of having to be a mother, having to work, having to, and, and I used to record myself going. And when I look at those videos, like it brings back the just feelings that I would never want to have ever again. Um, so just reflecting, but then realizing where I am now. Like I legit, I took everything that I didn't want out of my life when it comes to work. Next month will be a year that I walked away from like corporate America. And I had a supervisor who just sent me a picture and I just legit was like, I don't want any of this. I do, it, it was, it wasn't, it did not, it was, it hurt my spirit so much. But I feel like once I did that, everything started lining up for me, like everything. Yep. And that was the first time that I was able to legit choose myself in a sense, because I mean, you're our mother, you do have to work. You have to do certain things that you don't want to do you have to make sure that they are okay and bills are paid but i really got to a point where it was killing me and i had to stop so now i am everything is stopped and now what i'm doing now purposely i'm picking up only picking up what makes sense to me picking up the tools that i need for my life now picking up the happiness that will suit my life now like that's where i am so i'm out of the space of too much of this because it was a lot and that can drive you crazy when it's just so much like when it's a lot I don't get a lot of stuff accomplished when my brain is like this because I'm doing like 10 things at one time like it's just it's just I feel deep like my spirit I don't know how 
deep you are, you ladies are, but I feel deep, deep to where it hurts my core. It, I can't, it's not even words I can describe how it hurts to when my energy is off. You know, like when everything is Absolutely. not aligned, it's just so disturbing to where I never, I don't want to be disturbed like that again ever in life. So I'm only picking. Sounds like PTSD, girl. girl. Ooh. I have PTSD I, from the hustle. I'm not, and I'm not doing right. it. Right. You've been you hustling for so long. Absolutely what can not. you do? Like, no. I'm, no. Mm, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm not at that space to even, I said to hell with it. Listen, universe, this is what I'm trying to do. And I, and I can only do my half and I need you to go ahead and meet me because otherwise I'm, I, I'm not going to be okay. And the universe heard me and was like, I got you. And it, it got me, boo. Yeah. And that's the thing though. That's what's so important about being mindful because part of the dictionary definition is like being keen to thoughts, feelings, and sensory in your body. So if we're going so fast because hustle culture and everything that is marketed to us is telling us to go, 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 da, 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 and we buy into that, we're forgetting that whole part of ourselves that can tap into God, the flow, universe receiving. If it's knock and the door will be answered, seek and you shall find, ask and it is given, then it is that. And that's why this mindfulness is so important because if we don't sit down and take a breath, get into the realness, like we started with the top of this conversation about who we really are, not the box society says we and men and all these people need to be in. If we can get to that, then we can start praying a right and ask for the right things and finding our flow and get out of that fake space that has your whole soul hurting. Men are walking around with their soul hurt. We're walking around and just performing for what? Like we don't got our power up in here. So that mindfulness and being sensitive because we're not in the hustle is so important. So we're gonna go into the second thing that Brandon said that we should do um, as men and women when it comes to being a mindful person. Here we go. The second thing is find something for yourself, find something for you, find, you know, for me, it's horses and being outside. Your thing may be something else, whatever it is, basketball, whatever, find that thing for you and, and, and spend time doing it that you, you're not worried about, um, you're not worried about anything. You just want to be doing that for that time. So yes, we kind of talked about that a little bit with our hobbies, but do you guys have something that pulls you from so much thought and is intentionally carved out and set aside for you to enjoy beingness? Mm. I just got a new hobby last year um, and it was something that I always wanted to do. And so that's kind of how I started last in 2020. It was before COVID, but um, I was like, this year I want to do stuff that I always wanted to do. Like, it was just about going after, like, bucket list type things. And I always wanted to learn how to dance. I never was, like, a great dancer. And, you know, I I'm going to get out there and groove, okay? You better. You better. <laughs> but, but it, you, know, it was, you know, I was never, like, I could never, like, do a choreographed dance. And I was always like, I want to do that. And so last year I got my ass up and went to a dance class in July and I've been going ever since. And it's just, it's my outlet. It's my, it, 
it, you know, I wait for those days. I go on Wednesdays and Fridays and I'm like, is it Wednesday yet? Is it Friday yet? You know, it's so good. (laughs) And the fact that I'm moving, it feels good to move. Mm -hmm. Um, The music that, uh, the music always, you know, does something to my spirit and just, you know, it's, it's my, it's my way to just get away from everything for that hour, hour and a half that I'm there. It's just like, it's just me. There's no thought. There's no anything. There's no outside noise. And so, so I found so much peace in that. It was just something that I wanted to try, but it ended up being like a savior for me. And so now um, I'm seven months in and I don't so see myself true. stopping anytime soon. And oh, I'm dancing so much better now. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Get dancing it. so yeah. much better now. So, you know, it was like, it's been, it's been spiritually fulfilling and aesthetically <laughs> fulfilling as well. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, I had to find something different with COVID. Like when it hit, it it taken me a long time to really find whatever that thing was for me because a lot of it was time with my friends, you know, being able to go to the brunches and, you know, getting together for the dinners and the girlfriend like sister chat and we would catch up and have drinks and good food and and for that to to be taken away. And then also travel was also one of the other ways that I would often take time for myself. And so for both of those things to disappear, um, well, not completely disappear, but you know, just not be able to take advantage of it the same, it taken me a really long time. So what I realized is in the fall, I basically started baking and you know, I'm definitely still, okay, definitely I'm still an amateur. Come on, Mrs. Fields. <laughs> but oh, no, it, is, it actually is like, brought me so much joy and like I look forward to the new thing, the new cookie that I might try or the new cake. <laughs> you know, like it it's it's something so simple, but it actually became something that I was looking forward to. And I do give it away because I definitely cannot be, you know, like that would be my problem. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be dying two dozen cookies. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm able to like share and give it away but it it does give me something to look forward to in in a moment to like um engage in something that my mind can either just get lost in or you know have fun with that play moment so well keandra I'm my, I'm see my receiving so you know you can <laughs> yeah, I, got you. I got you yeah <laughs> i'm sitting down my way please yes, we just, yes. wow Ugh, I can't, ugh, Lord, I'll just send me everything. I'll eat it all. It's so <laughs> right. when it comes like if you baking like cakes and stuff. Oh my God, that is I my weakness. Y'all could be my Here taste testers. Okay. Yeah, I think me is the gym. I really actually enjoy being at the gym. I love like you've been getting it. Yes, Jamie, you've been tearing it up. And yeah. your videos. I'd be so focused. I'm like, damn, she in there again. Oh, all over here making me feel bad that I ain't in this. <laughs> no, it's supposed to be inspiring, but I got my mm-hmm. little um workout routines and to just hit reps, push myself. Um even I have fun filming and I always do a little dance or, you know, I just enjoy that. But I think I switch it up. Like I'm like you, Keandra, I like trying new things. So it was like baking or making a new cocktail or wine. I done braided my own hair for the first time. I did my own twist. Like <laughs> I was like, good. let me order something, you know, and have my own little party doing that. So, and I like being in nature. So I think 
I don't have that one thing yet. I think I'm still trying to find it because for me, it definitely was kicking it. The brunches, uh, that girl time where it's like, let's go eat, sit down and go like that was, you know, but I'm still searching for more things. And I have a couple things on my list, but consistently, I like the gym. I don't be thinking about everything that needs to be done when I'm in there. I'm like, you know, doing what I'm supposed to be doing right there. And I love it. <laughs> All right. We'll go to our very last thing that Brandon said on his top three things, top three tips for um, mindfulness. And here is our last one. Uh, and then the third thing is what you said, give yourself grace. If you didn't get that thing done, if you didn't do that, if you didn't, you know, get those sales the way you wanted, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. You're still living. You're still breathing. You're still here. So you still have an opportunity to do something. So that's it. Slow down. Do something that you love and that you can be present doing it. And give yourself grace. He never lied. Never lied. Never, 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 never lied. I love that. It's because we're so hard on ourselves. Like really, really, really hard on ourselves. Like I think there was a a meme that uh, that's been kind of floating around. Like you know, so over these last six months, you're supposed to open a business with a stimulus, with a stimulus. Uh, you know, get on Clubhouse, post on Instagram, post on Twitter, Facebook. You know, like all these things of the expectations, and it's like outside of it even being of, of what we're all going through and experiencing through a pandemic, like mm -hmm. all those pressures were, it's unnecessary. Like grind culture is violent, you know, like all the things, <laughs> of, you know, just the, 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 the boxes and the, the things that we're supposed to check as women. And it just, it's too much. And we end up holding ourselves back and not even um, being willing to try because there's this pressure of like, if it's not matching up to a certain expectation or if it's not done like this person or, you know, like we're not even giving ourselves the opportunity to just to be starters and to start out and to, to be the amateur baker. You know what I mean? Like me, it's like <laughs> I give myself that space and the grace of like, look, this is just, this is something that I'm trying out. And so I really, really love that. And it's something that um, it doesn't come easy. You know, it definitely is something that I, believe in, but I definitely have to be mindful to give myself that permission to like, it's okay, girl. It, it doesn't have to be perfect. Progress is better. And just trying is, is sometimes just good enough. Mm -hmm. Man. So good. And I agree. Like I meet myself up all the time. I always tell everybody I'm my own worst enemy. And it's, and I, I think like a part of it is, you know, a part of it's just we all have that idea of what we wear and what we think we want to be. And so, you know, um, and that's good because you should always aspire to be more. But then when we fall short of that or we don't get there as fast as we may have wanted to, then we start to doubt ourselves. We start to shame ourselves. We, we go through this period of grief and things like that. And um, I, I do that too. I was just doing that to myself last week, uh, just about my podcast. I was so mad at myself that I was like, girl, you haven't even posted. You haven't even done nothing. Like, what are you doing? Like over here, just self-sabotage, <laughs> you know, just so mad at myself. But then I was like, 
I took a deep breath, like Tara said, and then I started counting all the things that I have done since the beginning of the year. And I had to talk myself out of that. I'm like, girl, you did this, you've done this, you've done this, you've done this. And yes, it wasn't in the lane of my podcast, but it didn't matter. I was showing up in other areas. And so I had to slow myself down and give myself grace in this area where I wasn't performing the way I'd like to be, but I was performing amazing in all these other spaces. And I uh, took Monday off. I, I, took, I, I took Monday night off. You know, my son was with his daddy. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put pressure on myself today. I am going to have my night to myself. I watched, you know, some Netflix. I never get to watch TV. I don't watch TV. That's not even like a reality for me. And I took the day for myself. I had all these things to do. But I took the day for myself because I never give myself that. I never give myself that. And I was like, I know I have a million things to do, but I'm going to give myself grace tonight. And I'm going to be grateful for everything that I have done since 2021 started. And I'm grateful that for everything that I have. And let me just be in this space right now. And now here we are on Thursday and I'm back better again, but I needed my Monday night to be how it was. You know, I needed that space. I needed that grace. And so, oh, that was so good. I loved all of his tips. All of his tips were just so on point. Yeah. Yes. How about you, Tara? What do you do to keep yourself out of that shame ridden place of not getting things done and giving yourself some grace to just whatever you need the grace for? Well, um, like she said, I'm absolutely hard on myself. Um, 2020, I set a lot of goals and I accomplished them. So 2021 come around and I really was sitting in the space of like, okay, so I don't have nothing to do now. And it was like, I really had to sit there like, girl, you accomplished all these things. Like, that's amazing. So sit in this nothing for just a little second because you mm-hmm. legit put your feet down and like you went for it and you ran and you accomplished it. Um, but I just, I believe in taking my time. I am... I'll say this over and over and over again, and it sounds like a prison sentence, but I just did 18 years with a human being, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that space is real to be out of, because you get to look back and just be like, damn, like, I went through that, I experienced that, like, you're not broke down, you're not so surprised, you didn't kill yourself, girl, like, what? So mm-hmm. I'm in the space of patting myself on the back mm-hmm. and giving myself kudos. Like, girl, yes, like breathe. Like you deserve to breathe. Like you mm-hmm. really just went, you did something with no manual, legit, not a lot of help. And this human being still turned out okay. And <laughs> you don't have any good hairs. Jesse, I don't know if I have none because I keep telling my hair. Just <laughs> but I don't have no gray hairs. And it's just being, I, I just love this space so i sit in it i'm almost scared to, to move out of it and <laughs> progress but it's like no like it's 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 just amazing like i'm just so happy y'all know really how to answer this because i i'm sitting in it every day um with just myself and and i'm not allowing myself to even get too crazy because i know what that felt like and i know what it did so now i'm taking each goal just one at a time versus just trying to do 10 different things at one time. Like, no, let me do this one thing. Cause from the past, I know if I do 10 things at one time, only two things are going to get done. So let me, you know, do th- just line it up and just prioritize and do it in that way. Cause that way things get done. They get done better. You know, they actually get done versus 
partially done versus I'm going to get back to it in a couple of days. Like, no, right. I'm gonna actually just get to it. So for me, I'm just sitting and I'm sitting, I'm sitting in me. I am sitting and enjoying me. That's how I keep myself. I'm going crazy to answer your question. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I love that. You, deserve it. you mamas, YouTube been done, did it. Us two up here, we going to do it. I ain't there. did nothing yet. I'm still well, doing only, it. I'm you only doing it. Into my 18 year sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most fulfilling sentence you will ever have. <laughs> it is so amazing. But I started young, and I'm happy that I was able to come out young. Although I'm still parents, and it's not like it's over. So just right. know that when they get 18, no, because I still call my mom <laughs> right. right. So, oh, same. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the time. I think she's used to it at this point, but. <laughs> Like, yeah, like it's 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 beautiful and it never stops being amazing. Um, like being a parent and just you never even I'm sure your parents are in awe at some of the things that you do. I'm sure that you still, you know, give them butterflies with some of the things you do. Um Aww. but it's 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 girl, it's not a sentence like that. It's a working sentence, but it's a <laughs> sentence and it's an amazing yeah. sentence. So yes. I agree. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful sentence. I and uh, you know, I like my jail cell. Be over here, so that's all I'm saying. I'm happy to be on this side. (laughs) And then I'm going to answer one of the questions, and then I'll be quiet. Um, What I'm getting into, I used to. um, So in high school, I was a cheerleader. All those amazing things, and of course, got knocked up. Had to put it on hold. But I'm getting back into dance, like she said. Um, Sweet. I'm getting back into movement and and. My podcast, I'm getting back into that because I had to put that on hold. So, yes. 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 Just yes. I don't know, but just yes to all of it. I'd love to see it. It seems like we're all doing a great job being as mindful as possible. I know that this interview with Brandon blessed me because I do need to slow down. It did get me to thinking about some of the little things that I want to do because I do. I got that mind that never stops and. It has been valuable in some seasons, but now I need to continue to breathe and slow it down. So this was really great. Um, Usually we do our special segment, Trending on Social. And instead of finding something, I thought I would pose the question to you guys. Um, I'll be on Fox Soul, actually, in a little bit here. Yes. Like about less than 30 minutes. Um, So, yes, you guys can catch me tonight on Fox Soul, um, chopping it up with Mike and Donnie. Um, Donnie, Tamar Braxton, uh, comedians Earthquake and Red Grant, and Uncle Luke is in the house. And then <laughs> so today I'm Yeah, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's hard, right. Like you can't I think mean, of Uncle Luke and not without a little do a little 20-minute workout. Right. So that's gonna be amazing. But our whole conversation today is gonna be based on marriage and unity. So just in a really quick one-liner, do you guys think marriage is a business? Or a love union. I believe, I believe it's both. Keandra, you uh, say both. What about you, Nikki? I, I would have said uh, my old self would have said it's a business. Okay. I, I can break it because yeah. I've been in love, and then with that person, we were in and out of love, and we were strong enough to stay together when we were out of it. And the good part about it is that we were out of it at different times, so it was never like, okay. Let's go. We just thugged it out but the business aspect of it is when you get older and we're building back to what I was saying what are we building what are we doing so for me it's that part um mm-hmm. love you know love is a feeling sometimes you feel like a nut sometimes you don't 
So <laughs> like it, it just goes, but it's yeah. both. It's both. Yeah. It's both. Yeah, no, well I, said. Yeah. I think it's a business because you are, you know, you have to trust this other person with the other half of this contract. And, you know, it's just saying that I'm going to show up and I'm going to do the things that I said that I was going to do for the rest of my life. You're going to show up and you're going to do the things that you said you wanted to do for the rest of your life. And we have to do this together. And when we don't agree, we have to figure it out. It's a business. It's a contract between two people. Is there feelings involved? Is there love involved? Absolutely. Um, but even society has made it a business because like when you get divorced, look at all these papers and things you got to sign to get out of this business contract that you've got it into. Um, but moving forward, like I said, my old self would have been that because my newer self, I don't think about love like that. And I would love for my new love to be a union because when we take everything out of that without the feeling in the soul, then there's nothing. Um, so yeah, just different strokes for different folks, but I think it is a little bit blend of both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. Definitely. I'll just add just really quickly. Um, both of like, I, I definitely agree that it's both the, the business aspect because there is the contractual piece of it. Um, there are a lot of legal implications that come with it on both ends. Even if someone, you know, were to get in a car accident in the mm -hmm. hospital, you know, the person who gets called or, you know, just all those things. There's a lot of legal implications that come into play. Um, but it is also a union where you're not just two people who are in love aren't just coming together. You really are becoming one um, spiritually and um, in more ways than than just, the, you know, the 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 mindful part of it or in your mind where you're making that intellectual decision to be committed to someone, you know, like there is a spiritual piece and a spiritual component that I believe um, that happens, you know, where you're going before God, you know, of, of saying, this is the person that I am in covenant with. So mm -hmm. it definitely is, is, is both, I believe. I love it. You got great answers. You all said both. And I think that all of the reasons that you guys presented were amazing. And if you want to hear my answer, you're going to have to tune into Fox Soul. Okay. She left y'all with a cliffhanger. Okay. You know, because I got my own thoughts and it's going to be a really fun panel. So go to foxsoul.tv, tune into Chopping It Up with Mike and Donnie. And Do we have to have the app or can we just No, go you can to go to foxsoul.tv. Okay. okay. Yep, foxsoul.tv. <laughs> You don't have so to I was like, I don't got no space in my phone. I ain't downloading no more apps, girl. You got the website. Just go to the website. And a lot of times, Fox Soul, they um, go live on they, their Instagram, like, oh, okay. I guess, like a, a show or something like that. I'm not sure if they will. I'm sure Jamie can tell you. But a lot of times they do. Um, either way, we're going to find you. How about that? Yeah, we're going to find you. Let's worry. lock in. This was amazing, guys. Thank you so much. I'm going to take a beat before I jump into that. But this was so good. Thank you guys for tuning in like always and all of you watching you know where to find us we got all of our handles down here and um uh, if you're catching the replay and you know that's great too <laughs> so <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching don't forget to follow king speak on instagram and thank you ladies for everything and i'll see you guys over at fox soul and see you next week Ooh, for our next episode yes. bye ladies bye. 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 yes